Hello, people of Arizona. Welcome to the Cactus Wave podcast. I am one of three wonderful hosts, AJ here of the Arizonas. Everyone else, introduce yourselves. Yo, this is your boy Mike coming at you live from the street heats. And this is your boy Bobby coming to you from the streets as well. We are well, here from we're, hot we're, ass Arizona. <laughs> well, we're not in the streets really. We're inside of a home. It's true. We got a very hard to record in the streets. From the street. Yeah. Right. I mean, but. All right, but um, real talk. So we're just here to talk about random shit, things that are very interesting. I'm kind of one of two main researchers for things that we'll talk about. First thing we're gonna talk about today, my dear old friends, my favorite cacti and gecko out here in the streets Fortnite. Oh. how many of you are familiar with that everyone in this room great now listen and shut your face <laughs> holes for a sec. Uh, Fortnite just re- um, announced that they are doing a collaboration with Monopoly and they're coming out with a Monopoly uh, game fiend around Fortnite what do, you, what do you guys think of that money hungry yeah um, I assume AJ you're gonna be able to tell me that this is this is licensed right yeah it is licensed it is licensed by them it is I forgot when it's gonna be out for sale I just know that it is gonna be out on the market Mike you're a Fortnite fan yourself uh, you play the game religiously uh, what, what are your thoughts on it um, all I know is that do not pass go unless you have the card. I will be buying this game as soon as it oh comes God, out. Don't you? Tilted Towers should be Boardwalk. I think that is what quality. it is. Bo- I think Tilted Towers is going to be Boardwalk. Well, it should be. Well, I mean, I'm not familiar with the game that much. You just hate on Fortnite. Well, yeah, that is true, everyone. I hate Fortnite for two reasons. It's popularity and its gameplay is just very repetitive. It, I mean, I get that very it's successful. about... Yeah, I know it's successful. <laughs> I'll give it that. Personally speaking, I like PUBG for its re- for its more realistic uh, take on this whole Battle Royale system. However, I like to think that Fortnite and PUBG remind me of those... Uh, games where you start out in a zombie apocalypse right and you're just trying to survive like everyone else and then next thing you know you're like going your merry way and like a gang of people come up and are like pointing guns at you knowing you have no choice but to give up all the shit you have i forget the name so how do you like fallout 76 then if 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 you don't like that concept of people randomly taking all your shit well fallout 76 on the other hand I'd like to think that it's more over a take on when they when Bethesda experimented with uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Because uh, think about it, Elder Scrolls Online did pretty well. I mean, you I got, agree. everyone loved it to an extent, even though most of the map was DLC you had to pay for, which is a scummy business practice on its own. But regardless, a lot of online MMOs are like that, so it's a mix between understandable but not forgivable. However, I could see Fallout 76 kind of doing the same thing, but at the same time not. There's a lot going on. You got perk card systems. I'll be honest, I'm not liking the state Fallout's at right now. Unpopular opinion, but just hear me out on this. See, when I played Fallout 3 in New Vegas, I loved uh, the initial setup of both games. Uh, the Pip-Boy was a lot easier to understand at the time. The leveling up system was fair. Uh, Fallout New Vegas kind of nerfed it a little bit to where you're not getting as many skill points. Because I remember in Fallout 3 maxing out one skill before I even reached the highest level of the game 20 and I'm like, they're just handing me the points. Especially if you have high intelligence. 
but to see New Vegas be more scarce with the points made me really think about the skills I'm trying to upgrade and get to 100 to. Not only that, but the craft system was easier to follow. Um, granted, you had to upgrade your skills to a certain T, even though they do that with four, which is fair enough on its own merits. And what was good about New Vegas, in my opinion, was that you had this story that wasn't too important to where you could do everything you wanted in the wasteland, and it made sense for you to go out and explore all these other places, right? But then with the third one, which was uh, the first, uh, you know, to come with this whole free um, first person, the third person view of Fallout, there was an important, you know, uh, plot to that game. Long story short, you have to look for your dad. You don't got time to solve all this other shit going on. Who the fuck cares about the bomb in Megaton? Who the fuck cares about shooting other ghouls and all that shit? You're trying to find your dad, and then next thing you know, the Enclave and shit, and fucking Brotherhood of Steel, that shit is so important. The last thing on your mind is all these other quests versus Fallout New Vegas. It's just a chip, and you're like, eh, I can do that later. I just want to do some gambling, maybe help some old guy get a gun. That makes perfect sense. Fallout 4, though. Not to sound rambly, but Fallout 4, I feel, is so pandering. Huh? <laughs> but, the point is, AJ, that pretty much when it comes to Fallout, I'd say you enjoy Fallout more than Fortnite, the concept. Fall big time. I'm kind of... You've been a fan. Well, here's the thing about Fallout 76, though. I can't see it as an online game because I'm so used to it being, you know, a single-player experience. You're in denial. No, here's the thing. Fallout 76 is an interesting concept, and I'm going with an open mind saying, as much as I don't think this will work, I'll give it a shot. Got it. That's the best I can put it. So basically what you're saying is, if Fortnite had more stuff to do aside from killing other players, you might like it more. No, that's not it at all. I just feel like Fortnite had a story, because Fortnite, believe it or not, was supposed to be a zombie survival game. That's what it was supposed to be with building elements. That's why that's all there. That's why you're in this town setting that has an apocalyptic setting. You can look it up. It's a true fact. But seeing as how players saw this uh, plot time and time again, saying, oh, we've seen this before, because let's face it, we have too many zombie games to fucking count. So with that being said, they're like, you know, we could just add a multiplayer game, and then the next thing you know, since it was a free-to-play game, they're like, eh, fuck it, we'll just do this. And they didn't expect that part to be a huge hit. Mm. So the next thing you know, they're like, you know what, fuck the zombie mode, we're just gonna make this our main focus now. And obviously it worked, because people are buying, putting money in these loot boxes for cosmetic, you know, purposes. Now, what I like about Fortnite, though, on the other hand, is... You get that the loot box system in the- wait, do they have a loot box system? Not really, you just buy the skins pretty much for however much money it costs, you know, you buy- Oh, the V-Buck system, the v -Buck right. system I, right. Why the fuck am I thinking there's loot boxes? Yeah, there's no randomness, it's just you buy what you want. See, this is what I liked about Fortnite's money practices. They know there are people out there that are gonna wanna look nice while they're, you know, trying to get to the top 10 or the top 5. So, while we're here, Mm. I would like to transition to some news and notes. Oh, right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Hundreds of Roman gold coins were found in a basement in a movie theater. Really? Yes, just outside of northern Italy. Historians cannot value the coins, but suggest they may be worth millions. Oh, so, cool. I raise a question to you. You find millions of dollars worth, potentially, of gold coins in your basement. 
What's the first thing you do? Oh god, we'll hand the floor to Bobby first, come on. The first thing I do is I buy a safe. <laughs> to put it all in, that's it? <laughs> to put it all in for sure. Gotta keep that stuff secure for sure. Okay. That's the thing is, you know... That's a wise investment, I'll give you that. You ever heard those stories about the people who win the lottery and then everybody in their family and friends are like, yo, like, give me some of that. Yeah, and then you also hear stories about like, oh, I'm your long lost uncle or exactly. something. Exactly. Thank and, you, Peel. Yeah, or like... Fucking, I'm your long-lost uh, aunt or great-great-great-great-grandfather or something, but go on. I mean, it's pretty... I used, you explained it perfectly. I mean, it's just like, why would you want to deal with that? You got to keep that secure. I am I am actually moving as soon as I can. So I'm buying the safe, and then I'm moving. Because here's the thing is, people know when you're acting even a little bit different. People will know what's up, you know? Well, yeah, money changes you instantly. I mean, you can't deny that. If I were given that much money, I feel like I wouldn't be an asshole, but I'd just be very frugal, and I oh. pretty much would automatically try and debate on who my true friends are and aren't, and who automatically is, like, trying to come back into my life all of a sudden that I have all that kind of money. So I get where you're coming from with that. Um, <laughs> fuck, what would I do? First, I'd be discreet. I wouldn't want the press saying that I got all this money. I'm automatically a target to be robbed. You know, it's like, fuck, why do you, why you gotta announce that shit? I don't want people knowing I got fucking money. Get the fuck out of my house, you fucking strangers with cameras and microphones. Invading my privacy. I should sue you. I got, I got money, I'll get the lawyers, I'll sue you. You think I won't try me, you jaded piece of shit. Um, okay, so first I wouldn't make it public that I have all that money. Then, next thing I would do is just invest, you know? Because mm. that's the most smartest thing you can do with that. A lot of people tend to never get that, oh, all this money is not going to last you, especially here in America. <clears throat> I'm, I don't mean to hate my own country, I don't. I mean, if I honestly hate my own country, I'd do everything I can to not be a U.S. citizen. A lot of people don't get that. But moving on, point is, in this country, a million dollars can only last you a good five years, at the very most. That is if you're spending it foolishly on, you know, bullshit. But if you're wise of it and investing in shit that you know is good for your future, like, say, a YouTube career, which is what I've been trying to aim for for years, then that's one thing. I would invest in, you know, a studio to do record all my shit in. I would invest in an office, uh, a base of operations. The rest I'd probably just save for expenses such as paying my employees, maybe donate what I know I don't need to something like, for example, a charity of sorts. Yes, yes. Interesting. What about you, Mike? Hmm. Me? You pose the questions. Yeah, you pose the question. You might as well answer it. Hmm. If I found millions of dollars worth of coins in a basement. First, I'd question myself why I'm in the basement. What was I that... doing down there to find these coins? Ah, good thinking, good thinking. But if I found the coins, obviously, strippers and cocaine. I would buy a mound <laughs> of cocaine. Oh, mound God. of strippers. A nice resort. And I would probably blow my brains out. With cocaine God, for dude. a month solid. Oh, and then God. relapse. Fucking cocaine. You know, man. just the normal stuff. On to newer news. Oh, God. Here the great go. Robin Williams once said, Cocaine is God's way of saying you have too much money. <laughs> and Rick James once said, Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> on to, uh, on to newer news. news. 
A young model with Down syndrome made her sweet dreams come true Saturday when she walked the New York Fashion Week. She oh. showed for Talisha White's spring collection. What are, uh, I don't know, what, what do you think? I mean, I understand the point of why the company did that. But is that the best representation? I don't know, dude. I'm tired of these. Magic. I mean, she probably slobbered on the gear. <laughs> dude, no, come on, Ooh. man. Come Ooh. on. Man. <laughs> I don't kidding. know. I don't know, Mike. Are you? <sighs> that that kind of reminds me of when the Cosmopolitan had like a big, a BBW. To those who don't know, a big beautiful woman on the cover of their magazine. And, um, this dude named, this dude I watched named H3H3 made a good point about this once. About how it's unfair on one hand to have all these skinny, anorexic-ass-looking motherfuckers on the, you know, the magazine, right? It's also unfair to have fat-ass chicks in a magazine, because both lifestyles are very unhealthy if you think about it. You know, it takes work to look that good if you're trying to be skinny. Wow. But it doesn't take that much work to get fucking fat. That much I know from experience. I mean, I got like a beer gut, all right? I'm fat. I'm not like, oh my God, I can't see my dick fat. I'm just fat in general, you know? I'm not proud of that, but I will admit it. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I'm just, you know, I got beer gut or something. If anything, I'm European fat. I'm not like jaded, fat ass, American hot dog shoving ass fat. But wow. <laughs> moving on. Well, not even moving on because I'll give you the opposite perspective of that, AJ, because this is literally me. I am like, I cannot gain weight no matter what. Straight up. Like, me staying at 150 is like, hey, I cannot gain more than 155. Oh, ever shit. In my life. That is a good point because I do know there's three body types you got the Ooh. skinny type. You got the fat type, and then you got the muscular type. Hmm. And each body type stays the same no matter what you fucking do. Like, I could work out for months, and the most I probably lose is 20 to 30 pounds. And I'd be fine with that. Then you got people like you who are around 150, no offense, who try who are trying to gain some weight and can't. And then you got the muscular people who don't even have to fucking try. And they're just look perfect, right? Yeah, the guys you see that are fucking muscular as shit who you look closely with a microscope, you'll see that their hairs have veins are crying out loud. Okay, that's not true but exaggeration, but the point still stands. It's a matter of the fact being this. You can do all you can in media to make everyone seem the same. We're all not. That's one thing I want to make sure right off the bat that everyone gets. But with people doing this stuff, it's wholesome at first. I'll give it that. But then seeing as how they're trying to make it more of a norm and trying to make it to where everybody has a turn, that's very misguided. Doesn't that kind of bring up preschool, high school? No, not high school, just grade school. Everybody has to have a turn. Everybody has to be in the spotlight. Everybody has to make the honor roll somehow. You know, everybody's got to have a turn. Therefore, that whole thing. No child left behind, pretty much. Yeah. Wow, this has gotten deep, though. This has gotten deep quick. But, like, definitely, AJ, I love your point because... For a fact, you know, I feel like that's definitely what has caused education in this country to downturn. You know, that whole concept of like everybody gets a trophy and stuff like that. You know, definitely the concept of defeat and discipline and so on and so forth is very important in this society for sure. You know, in order for you to survive in this very cruel world, you've got to definitely know what it's like to lose. 
Exactly. Because if you're... Because think about it. You're raised your whole life, your whole childhood, that you're a winner and that you're special. How are you going to react when you're fired from your job and your boss is like, get the fuck out of here, Bobby. You're a loser. Get the fuck out of here. You lost, Bobby. (laughs) Think about it. I'm not saying you in general, Bobby. I'm just saying... First thing to pop to my head, no offense to all the Bobbies out there. Point is... Anyone raised to think they're a winner throughout a good-ass chunk of their life and to find out they're a loser immediately after all that's done? They're the people you read about that blow their fucking brains out. Exactly. They're also the people that you know don't fucking change. Yeah, why is that? Why do you think celebrities and the wealthiest of people with the most have the least? Ah, What do you mean the least? They have the least. Like, the least... Like the like, yeah. No. Life. Yeah. That is a happiness. good point, cause well, that's the thing. Money can't buy happiness. Right. There's a reason for that. I mean, money can buy you temporary happiness. I mean, a blowjob can make you happy for a second. Right. A snore cocaine can make you happy for a second. Right. Being drunk for a second. Right. But it's never permanent. Celebrities need to understand this. People with a lot of money need to understand this. I understood this a long ass time ago, and I'm happier ever since. Happiness is not eternal. That's one thing a lot of people fail to realize. Happiness is something that is not eternal. It's not an emotion you can feel constantly, 24-7, 365, until the day you die. Happiness is something you can't create either. Happiness just comes and goes. So whatever makes you happy is one thing. But to do that thing to make you sure you're staying happy constantly is not going to make you happy. It's just going to make you ten times more depressed because you're starting to realize, hey, this shit's not making me happy anymore. I mean, for example, I'm not like an alcoholic. Right. But I used to drink because I thought, hey, this will make me a, a little less sad. Right. Even though it is depressant and it makes me loopier. Right. So with that being said, I never drink as much anymore. I don't drink as much these days because of the fact being that, you know, it's just a temporary run-of-the-mill uh, satisfaction in the brain, you know? So with that being said, people... I call it chasing the dragon syndrome. Mmm, perfect descriptor. Perfect descriptor, AJ. And I gotta say too, don't you agree that when it comes to, you know, before we get into chasing the dragon, if we do get into that, but even more so, don't you agree that like, Californication has like caused everybody to be chasing the dragon much more than like ever? Probably. You know, because I just think about what you were just telling me, and I think about a line that Kanye West said in a song a long time ago, and he basically asked this, What's worse, the pain or the hangover? <laughs> Classic line by Mr. West. I have Absolutely. no, I have no respect for that man whatsoever. Hmm. Wow, that's an interesting point. We could definitely. Uh, we'll explore that, that later. Yeah. Maybe some other day. That's a All good I know topic. is Kanye West. I just don't like the man personally. I mean. His music really dwindled after graduation day for me. Everything else I feel was pure shit. Wow. I, d- I definitely can see why you say that. However, like I said, I just <laughs> wanted to um, just remain on my point and more so because like, I'm, not, I'm not even praising Kanye West at all right now. I'm not saying you were, but go on. Right. I'm just saying that he, like almost every other music <laughs> artist, he promotes what is... You know, basically us doing drugs and stuff and alcohol and everything else. Yeah, but he's not the poster child of that shit. <laughs> Agreed. No. I mean, there's, you can't have a poster child for nope. that shit. Nope. You can't just pull up a fucking picture of... I this guy. Know. Yeah, or I mean, you could definitely pull up a picture of Mel Gibson, a racist, jaded piece of shit, and say this is what <laughs> our country's turning into. But he wouldn't last long as a poster child. It wouldn't be true either way. You know, Plus, he's Australian, so he doesn't count. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's a purebred American. I'm not one of those jaded fat fucks that says, oh, this is America, 
What are you talking about? You ever tried Vegemite? Okay. <laughs> I've want, you know, that's a funny thing. I've always wanted to try it once because I want to see how bad it is. Vegemite is the greatest, mate. Oh, God. You take it, you slice it on some bread. Vegemite in bread. Delicious. Crikey, <laughs> mate. Oh, God, that reminds me of a fucking... You know what Vegemite is? Nope. Is it like, it's basically a vegetable paste. Oh. So imagine like a bunch of veggies, grind it into a mush. Uh huh. With like molasses and then spread on the toast. Oh god. Vegemite. Oh. <laughs> so it's a veggie puree turned into a paste. You spread on bread. That is so fucking lazy. Super salty too, I hear. Oh. Like super salty. Like spam in the can, dude. Oh, oh god. <laughs> Probably the worst thing I've ever tasted up to this point ever in my life. Spamming can? No. <laughs> black black licorice. Ooh. Can't say I've ever had it. Don't want to. Oh Someone feeds you spam in a can. With that your house, they don't love you. Spam. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you're right. Spam in a can with the fam, man. Okay, so when we <laughs> come back after this segment break, we're going to come at you live with a couple things on the... New Ariana Grande and Mac Miller drama, Mac Miller's death, and we're gonna dive a little bit into Serena Williams having a freak out at the tennis match this weekend. Ooh. We'll be back. Stay humble. And welcome back, everybody. Um, sorry for the little break we had to do. Uh, two out of three of us had to go and take a little potty break. <clears throat> sorry about that. <laughs> I'm not sorry for doing what I'm God-given right to do. <laughs> well, I mean, you got shit. I have shit. maybe two times a day where I can go in the bathroom and just patiently shit my brains out and enjoy it, okay? Okay. And no, first. Uh, fair point, fair point. I mean, then again, last thing you'd want is for you to feel too comfortable to just shit on the table. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We don't you just shit on the podcast table. Here there, boys. Here yeah, there. Yeah, just be like... <laughs> This is why you're thinking of fans! <laughs> so before we left, we teased the topic of Mac Miller, we teased the topic of Serena Williams, and we're gonna dive into a little bit on some Eminem beef with Tyler the Creator. Yeah, Let's jump right into this Mac Miller beef. So Mac Miller died Friday, if anybody didn't know, of an apparent overdose. Oh man, tragic. by TMZ. Uh, he, was found, he was found Friday afternoon in his bedroom in his San Fernando Valley home, pronounced dead at the scene, so he had probably been a vegetable there for a while. A while. Well, I yes. mean, yeah, imagine you know. the shit in his pants, though. Yep. Not to sound disrespectful, it's just you void your bowels after you die, so imagine the shit build up in your pants. Just imagine. But if he was on heroin, he probably wasn't eating very much. He probably didn't really have anything. In I there. doubt he'd do heroin. He doesn't look like the kind of guy. No, that's what Mac's known up. for, AJ. That's what Mac's known for. Well, I don't follow Mac You're right, that much. Right. I only like one song from him, and it's the Donald Trump song. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, I, I have, the beef behind that song is interesting because Donald Trump was like, he, "Yeah, you can totally use my name in the song. I don't give a care." And then all of a sudden, tr before his presidency, Trump's trying to sue Mac Miller for using his name. And is trying to get uh, financial compensation, and then Mac Miller, of course, was such a was one of the biggest advocates for being anti-Trump, right. saying, "Oh man, uh, Donald Trump, you're a big son of a bitch, and I really, I really don't fucking like you. I'm Jewish." And <laughs> he didn't say that, but you know, funny thing is, like, long story short, it's funny that Mac Miller dislikes the guy so much solely because of that reason, and for him running for president, that gives him more reason to hate him more. But moving on, yeah. Fuck, dude. Tragic. Tragic. Just 
worst way to go is overdose. This is why I don't fuck with drugs at all. Exactly. I, mean, I definitely feel you on that level. It's definitely hard to know what you're getting. Mac Miller said it himself on one of his songs. Maybe Mike could tell me the exact song, maybe not. But I remember the exact line. It was like, I'm not trying to join the 27 Club. Um, <clears throat> dealers, please don't be trying to lace my drugs. None of that shit. And yeah. like, he actually said that line years ago, I'm pretty sure. And like, Yeah, that's the thing. Money and fame change you. Like, we talked about money earlier, but fame changes you too. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if we got famous for these podcasts ever... I feel like I'd probably be the guy that they do, like, you know, the documentary of, and I'm the one that somehow died. And then everyone's all, it's like, oh yeah, I remember working with AJ, he was very uh, reclusive, but the fame really changed him. He, he started doing cocaine off of hooker's assholes, um, he started drinking more than he ever did before. He, he did a song and tap dance routine when he quit his job. He took the time to literally write a song and dance routine to quit his job. Hired dancers and everything in the streets. Closed down that street just to quit his job in style. Did they ever release how he died or what he died of? I can't find anything. That doesn't happen usually, honestly, Michael, for months. Some, yeah, sometimes it'll Why be day. That? Like, remember when they said Michael Jackson died and then a few, like a month or two later, they said exactly how he died? The government moves slow. I mean, you got to think about it. The government, I mean, we know our government in the United States. Well, it's sucks. autopsy reports, really. Right. It's a matter of uh, the autopsy. Law enforcement. Well, that too. It's also a matter of privacy. Think about it. Privacy. I would think that the family of Mac Miller would want a little time to pass before they're reminded more of their son's death. I definitely would probably be the same way. I agree with that. That's a great point, AJ. And I think that the family definitely has some sort of impact on when and how that toxicology report gets released, if it does. Although definitely that sort of thing is public record, so no matter what, we will get that toxicology report at some point. Although, like I said, AJ is right, I would not be surprised if the family already has it. You know, they just don't want it to be announced. Like, you know, they don't want more people talking about it than already are because, you know, for as many people as we have seen RIP Mac, we have as many people saying, good riddance, you fucking heroin or, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, tired you know. of people being that way. I right. mean, you have a right to voice your opinion. As Valera once said, I may disagree with what you're saying, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. Right. So with that being said, I disagree with people saying good riddance to someone who dies. It's a human life. It's someone that died. Exactly. It's someone that had hu- real thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and they changed into someone probably better or probably worse. But long story short, whoever is saying, you know, good riddance Mac Miller, even though I wasn't that big of a fan, go fuck yourself. Exactly. Agreed. If you don't, and if you don't like this podcast, go fuck yourself too. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. This is cactus talk, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's motherfuckers. seven. Yeah, it's seven oh eight eight. It's seven oh eight p.m. and I'm pretty much enjoying my life, whether this podcast goes good or not. Fuck off. Moving on. Um, <laughs> In other news. In other news, Serena Williams had the craziest meltdown the other oh, day. Oh man, I'm not a tennis person, but lay it on me, my friend. You see, literally yesterday was the craziest meltdown. Saturday, the women's U.S. Open final. Serena, Serena Williams, who according to the newest Nike ad, is the greatest athlete ever. Well, apparently the greatest athlete ever <coughs> definitely has room for temper tantrums on the tennis court. Because um, it's been known that tennis players are not allowed coaching and 
the fact that she got caught for it, you know, just goes to show, you know, like, de like definitely, you know, you, you, you never know about the people who are high up in sports, I feel like, for sure. It's hard. Yeah, she I cheated and she so. got caught. Exactly. At the end of the day. And she, you can tell when somebody cheats and gets caught, you know, and it just seemed that way from the video and footage. You calling someone else a thief, you would owe me an apology. She said she's never cheated. Yeah, it's like, come on. There was obvious video of her looking over at her coach. Yep. Well, right before serves. The first thing a judge says is I've never cheated. That's exactly true. It's the first thing they say. <laughs> That's pretty much a fair giveaway. You know? Right. And I, I hate the star power. I mean, right. I feel like she abused her star power in that instance, and she was abusing the ref. Because the ref's sitting in his chair, he's trying to judge a tennis game. She's judging his moral character when he's just trying to do a tennis match. He's not there to start a big scene or, or to make her lose. He's there to judge a fair tennis match. I would guarantee you for a fact that he has judged her tennis matches before. Oh, she has played really. so many tennis matches. Like you know, this is no bias or anything. She's played Miss Osaka many times before. She lost to her before. Absolutely. Yeah. And many people say, you know, like I said, I think that's up to debate because you never know unless it happened. But you know, most people are saying that Osaka was playing better. That set specifically, you know, that game it was yeah. probably going to go to her anyway. She outplayed her. I mean, she beat her in the first set. And then yeah. Serena was on a run in the second set, but she ultimately cost herself going through what she went through because she threw off her own game, she cost a lot of time, and she kind of made a fool out of herself. Because you know Serena Williams is going to go headlines anytime she does something. That's just, she's LeBron James. Exactly. Oh, God. She's the woman LeBron James. Although even, even, like, even more full of herself, clearly, because LeBron James would never do what she did. Yeah, I agree yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, but LeBron James at the same time is very cocky. I mean, he's trying to be an expert. In his own way. Yeah, he's trying to come out with his own fucking shoe line, which I think is going to be garbage. Well, everybody does that. I'm yeah, tired. Everybody in the NBA does that. Yeah. Uh, I, popular player. I could think, the only right. popular shoe brand I could think of that's not Michael Jordan is Patrick Ewing's. What about Shaq's? Oh, so no, those are fucking terrible. They sell They're fucking terrible. <laughs> That's your opinion. No, I had a pair of shacks. No, yeah. I had a pair of shacks. They were fucking uncomfortable. They were ugly as have? fuck. <laughs> no, not only that, but Shaquille O'Neal's annoying as shit, dude. But moving on. How many rings you got, Chuck? No, I'm tired of fucking Shaquille O'Neal. He's like, hey man, I did uh, commercials for Taco Bell, and I did a movie where I play as a rapping genie. I also played a movie where I was a hero uh, named Steel. You know? Named Steel. I'm not gonna lie. One of the rap lines in the movie Kazam was, "Let's green eggs and ham it." I'm not kidding. He rapped that. That's a literal rap line that no one's coined. Let's green eggs and ham it. <coughs> LeBron and Kevin Durant actually just dropped the song. No, they did not. Yes, they, they did. Not. They yes. fucking did. They did. I will definitely, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with NBA music at all. A little bit. A little bit. I hear Kuzma. I hear a little bit of the ball. Don't you think it's stupid that I'm it has to be censored? Well, I'm Damian Lillard. Wait a minute. Dennis Rodman's also a bad example of an NBA player going famous. Mm. Like that whole thing he said about North Korea years ago. Well, he's just a different breed. That's <laughs> another topic for another day. I'm yeah, he was such a... Him for hours. I'm sorry, he was a douche in my opinion. The whole blonde hair thing. Black people do not do blonde hair for a reason, dude. 
I'm black and I'm saying I came back to America. <laughs> but yeah. Oh man, let's hear this song. Yeah, let's let's see let's hear a little snippet. Let's hear a sn- let's hear a little snippet of the song. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry, dog. They are disrupting the Who podcast. Let the dogs out. They are, they are disrupting the podcast. I'm getting I'm getting tired of the whole swipe right culture. Oh, let's hear it. Hold up closer to the microphone. This is LeBron. No, it's not. That is not LeBron James. LeBron James? He's in the middle. Maybe it's Durant. This is definitely Durant. Okay. Durant can spit some bars. I'll give him credit. When does LeBron come in? It's like half and half song, sort of. Oh, good. Yeah. Wow, this is interesting. I don't know. NBA rappers. They can never swear. Every swear word's always cussed out, always crossed out. Exactly. Always the NBA out. shield. Exactly, NBA shield. That's yeah, true. that's the entirety NBA of. Exactly. They're like, dude, just because the they NBA... play ball doesn't mean they have to be a fucking golden child. Yeah, but the NBA does a better job of expressing their players than most leagues. Like, baseball, it's almost non-existent. And who's this? Yeah, NFL, they silence almost everyone. Oh, I'm, I know who that is. That's Justin Bieber, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> he still has a feminine voice. Sounds just like JB. Yeah, that's LeBron. That Bumby flow, though. Oh, God. It's terrible. I'm sorry, I feel like I could... I feel like I could rap circle. I feel like this could be a song in a Disney movie. That is true. I don't mean to toot my own horn or try to... Space Jam 2? Oh, yeah, that could be it. Yeah, that, that could happen. be it. Ron that could be, be the it. main character, right? You replace Jordan. Whenever he retires. No, could you just imagine, like, a realistic Space Jam 2 and Bugs Bunny just going, Take him back, Doc! Take him back! <laughs> All right. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff indeed. All right, speaking of music, we're going to segue into our last bit of news. Um, Eminem released a new album called Kamikaze. just came right out of nowhere. <laughs> and um, there, was a dis, uh, there was a line dissing Tyler, the creator. I have the line right here, and I'm going to do, do my best to rap, maybe read it. I don't know. Gabby Giffords, my attack, is, my attack is vicious. Jack the Ripper back in business. Tyler, create enough when I see why you call yourself a faggot, bitch. It's not just because you lack attention. It's because you worship D12's balls. You're sacrilegious. If you're going to critique me, you better at least be good or better. Get Earl Hood, sweater, whatever his name yeah. is, to help you put together some words more in two letters. The fans wave for this moment like the feature when I stole the show. Sorry if I took forever. Ice. Ice. Now, this is what's weird to me, because Tyler has so much respect for Eminem right. as a whole. He's, like, one of the biggest reasons Emin- that he ever became a rapper, and right. a huge Tyler Creator fan. And not only that, but not a lot of people remember this. Tyler opened for fucking Eminem. Well, Him and Odd Future opened for fucking Eminem a long-ass time ago. What? Yeah, it was a, a tour in Europe. I forgot the year. I just remember, hey, that happened. And Eminem... 
I've read so many reviews for Kamikaze as a whole, it's nothing but a collection of diss tracks, which is kind of sad. And then he talked, and what's also sad is that in the new album, he's dissing his own previous album, Revival, saying, oh, Revival was so shit, and you know, he'll just it whine, it, everyone was, he just whines about it in Kamikaze. He's like, uh, man, I'm sorry for that fucking album, but here's his new one, mostly uh, comprising of diss tracks. Well, people are finally starting to realize that Eminem has never and will never rap about anything. He just rhymes words. He's that's, a good lyricist. That's it. He is a good lyricist. It's kind of fun to listen to, and that's about it. Just Yeah, the wordplay is fun. It's fun, exactly. It's very fun art, but that's it. It definitely doesn't have much to it. And the whole Tyler thing, you know, I think... Like, I saw an article saying, oh, if Eminem has to call people out for being gay in this year, then he should retire. Well, he's... People definitely take these things a little too seriously because, you know, like I said, AG knows this for sure being a huge Tyler fan, but Tyler used to drop the word faggot all the time. He deserves this, to be honest. I think he does at this point. For him being gay or bisexual in this day and age, and for him to have previously said the word faggot as liberally as he used to, it's not right, and somebody needs to call him out for it. I disagree, because think about it like this. Tyler was good... F- Tyler was and still is good friends with Frank fucking Ocean. Right, that's true. And Frank Ocean has never once had a problem with Tyler ever saying the word faggot. And there was right. an interview Tyler and Frank Ocean did, and then Tyler's like... And they were like, why do you say faggot so much if you're friends with Frank Ocean? And then Tyler's like, well, think about it like this. We as black people have been saying the word nigga for so long that it has very little to no meaning this day. Hmm. So imagine if gay people started calling each other faggot. Would it still have as much power, or would it just be the same as nigga? No, you're right. It's and, true. You know, I mean, like you can make the argument, oh, but you can't. You can choose your own sexuality. You can't choose your own race. True, but I will say this as a black man who has had very little to no racial in, uh, injustice given to me whatsoever. Like, I'm not bragging when I say this. I consider myself one of the very few privileged black people in America to, you know, see the best in this country, see the best in everything that it has, and see that. I am not turned away from anything because of my color. Now, with that being said, at first I always hated the N-word. I was taught to hate that word. Right. I was taught by my mom, who's part black and part white, hey, you shouldn't be saying that as a black person. It's a very derogatory term that's very demeaning. Huh. Now, I didn't, eventually I watched a video of iDubs made on this fucking cunt named Tana Mojo or Tana Mongu. Okay. Storytime YouTuber who's annoying as shit, biggest fucking blonde in the world, did a fucking con. Tana Con. Yeah, the episode is Content Cop. Content Cop, cool. And he made a good point that had a lot of truth to it. If you, it's like either all racial slurs or any derogatory terms that you say, I cannot fucking talk today. Any terms you say that are derogatory or demeaning, either all of them are okay or none of them are okay. You can't just yell faggot left and right, but be like, you can't say nigger here. You can't say uh, dyke Harder. there. Yeah, I could give less of a shit. As long, it, my point is, if you're trying to offend me personally, that's one thing. If you're just saying that just because you're in a joking mood or whatever, like, my cousin's white. He'll say fucking nigger left and right sometimes. Okay, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> But long story short, I didn't. I don't get offended because he's not trying to fucking offend me personally. I could give less of a shit of what he's saying. You know, if he's trying to offend me personally, that's where I'll take offense. But that's Tyler, awesome. but I didn't know Tyler was gay. 
Dude, he's been saying he's gay. Have you listened to Flower Boy? <laughs> is he really dumb? <laughs> There's a big difference between gay and bi, and it's a super fine line these days. Super yeah, I think Tyler bi. Tyler was going through a phase. I think he's going through a phase. AJ, you nailed it on the head. I don't know why, but Tyler, for some reason, I remember the song he recently, I don't know, you said it about, he's coming out of Wang Sap soon with ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Super hype tape. It's going to be super awesome. It is going to be super hype. We've been waiting for that for ages, low key. Yeah, like, ever since What the Fuck right now. That's which was, which was, I'm honestly was in the middle with that song. Me too. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I think a lot of people were starting to not like Tyler as much. Right. Because here's the thing about Tyler's history. First, Bastard comes out. Right. Which was a collaboration tape of Odd Future. A lot of people liked it, mainly for its dark tones. Um, then Goblin came out, which was his first solo album. A lot of people will think that was his second album, but that's his first solo album as a whole, in my opinion. It was right. very fucking dark. Very fucking dark. One of the lyrics I remember was, Rape a pregnant bitch until my friends had a threesome. That's some like, super Eminem, some super Eminem type lyrics, but that's even different in some Yeah, like, I know. It's I'm like thinking that's the darkest lyric I ever fucking heard. Holy shit. It's a different kind of dark. Yeah, but... That's the thing. Tyler made a good point once saying we all have fucking dark thoughts, which is true. And that really kind of took the edge off of the album, in my opinion. So then that album came out and a lot of people liked it for some odd reason, mainly young kids, teenagers, right. angsty teenies. Kind of like X. Yeah. Then Wolf came out and it was very different from Goblin. I personally think Wolf was his magnum opus, in my opinion. Wow. Because that Wolf was, out, good. Wolf was great. Um, tr- Trash Wang is one of the best songs on the album. Yeah, I agree with that. Right next to uh, Tamale, which is a good song he made just for fun. Like, <laughs> I remember one of my favorite lines from that song was, Call your sister when she come over, I take pictures, instantly put on an Instagram, hope telling bitches and I get some. Why are so out there? My tamale is on the canyon remage. I'm on, boy, boy, I'm back to the bone. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I love this album. Then Cherry Bomb came out, right? Ooh. A lot of people were in the fucking mill. People were saying shit. I'm in the middle with the album. I see what he was trying to do, being different. Mm. I personally like the first few tracks, such as Def Camp and uh, Fucking Young. Okay. which was some good tracks. Um, everything else is so experimental, people didn't know how to react to it. And I can understand that. Even Tyler himself said, I can understand why everyone didn't like Cherry Bomb. Nah. Smuckers is one of the most legendary songs ever made. I know. Fucking with Kanye and Lil Wayne, I didn't care much for Kanye's parts, but Lil Wayne and Tyler's back and forth in that song was nuts. fucking on nuts. On another level. And then next thing you know... That year, also, we see that Tyler and Odd Future as a whole were starting to split. Because when that album came out, and an interview was made with Tyler saying, why don't you guys do uh, group recordings anymore for Odd Future? And Tyler's like saying, well, everyone's on their own island right now. Frank Ocean doesn't fuck with Odd Future anymore. That's a fact. Uh, Sid and the internet, they got their own shit going on. They got a fucking BET award, I think. Um... I know Haji had some beef with Tyler. Yes, they still have beef. To this I day. know, like 2015's Camp Flogna, Haji came on stage during his set and called oh, Tyler. Shit. Tyler called he called Tyler a fraud live on stage at Camp Flogna in front of hundreds and thousands of people, and Tyler comes out like, "You fucking asshole! I tried helping my fucking friends out, and I'm the only one that's being fucking real." But I love y'all though, and I'm like. You know what? We get that you're angry, but you had some grace in that statement too. 
So then after Cherry Bomb, which he improved on, Flower Boy comes out and that gets fucking nominated for Rap Album of the Year or Best New Rap Album. And I'm thinking, dude, this guy's a fucking talent. He's actually emerging as an artist. He's not staying in the same fucking box. Right. That's what Tyler said when Wolf came out. He's like, I want to grow as an artist. I don't want to be making the same shit all the time. Right. I mean, when I made Goblin, I was interested at first, but the dark shit doesn't interest me anymore. Not only that, but Cherry Bomb, going back to that, he talked about how he made a Twitter post a long time ago before the album came out saying, I'm not depressed anymore. And I'm thinking, dude, this guy is actually not only emerging as an artist, but emerging as a person. And that alone speaks on so many levels. That's why I respect about Tyler. He does his own thing and people like that. That's what I like about him. That's what inspires me to do the things I try to do. That's what inspired me to do podcasts, what inspired me to do Let's Plays, for, uh, for example. Hell, maybe even experiment in music someday. I don't know. So, I, I love that speech on Tyler AJ, and I'll just tell you why. Because truly, like Tyler versus Eminem, that's, that's our original topic, right? Tyler and why Eminem might have dissed him, which I was going to maybe get into a little bit more of that specifically. But at this point, Eminem, I think we can confidently say that he has never evolved as an artist. He makes the yeah, same music the same. as he's always made. He's, well, he's made a little more poppy music sometimes, a little more mainstream, but he, overall... I disagree. I think he experimented a little bit. I mean, I remember um, uh, the Marshall Matters LP, part two. Part was, two? Okay. He started singing. Right. It's not good, but he started singing. It's trying, at least. No, right. he's not trying. Don't sing, Eminem. If you're listening to this podcast by some chance, stop fucking singing. You can't fucking sing. Diss me all you want. I can diss myself. I hate myself more than AR fucking person. <laughs> and I will say this in confidence. You cannot fucking sing. I can't fucking sing, but I'll at least admit it. I'm not going to try implementing my fucking music. You can't fucking sing, dude. AJ, that is You can that is rap. The You're a good lyricist. You're a good <laughs> rap artist. You know how to make good lyrics that are beyond comparison to any other rapper. But you cannot sing. And let it go. Fuck. And yeah. we- and with that being said, Tyler can't sing either, but it's funny. Hmm. Oh, Tyler's singing as much. Like, honestly, is he even singing on Flower Boy? That's the question. Sort of. Sort of. Right? I remember he was singing on Boredom when he was like, find yeah. some time, find some time to do something. That's literally how it sounded. Like a fucking cow dying. I'm a Tyler fan of being this, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he's team Tyler, as uh, we all can tell. What? Because of the Supreme? Is that him? Tyler, the Tyler's not even a Supreme person, though, really. He kind he of... He had a fallout with them, that's why. Exactly, he had a fallout. But Tyler, basically, if anything, I feel like Tyler kind of started the whole anti-fashion thing, anti-name brand wave that's kind of going along these days. Right, with golf and everything. Right, exactly. I he's... feel like golf was the most experimental thing he's done, because when he was wearing it on stage at first... All he made it for was himself, because I watched a documentary on golf when he had the golf media app. Interesting stuff talking about how his thought process works for a design. Especially because he hates golf. That's the craziest thing to me. Is like he's like, I just thought it was a great design and a great idea. Yeah, he's, I hate he golf. admitted Trust that. Me. He's his least favorite sport. Yep. He admitted that. And I see where he's coming from, because you look at the word golf on a t-shirt. It it's looks cool. cool. For some weird reason, I can't explain it. It looks cool. The L and the F or the G and the O is just a very unique combination of letters that we don't get in everyday yeah. words. And then the wang at the part yes. at the end. And seeing how it's a palindrome, you just rearrange the G and the W. It's Wolfgang. And then it's Golf Wang. It's genius, dude. 
I mean, I'm not praising him or anything. I'm not trying to be a Tyler Dick writer. I'm just saying. I think I, I think it is genius, yeah. And like overall, you know, like I would agree with you overall on your original point when it comes to Tyler versus Eminem. But I still think I still definitely, you know, because you because I agree with your point. You know, when people are basically offended by what they want to get offended by, you know, like you're right. Certain black people are offended by the N word. Certain black certain gay people might be offended by the F word. But ultimately, when it comes down to it. I still think if it's insensitive to somebody, you should definitely still watch your tone with it, for sure. And like, you shouldn't, you know, like I would not go into a group of black people and say the N word ever. You know, it's just not, it's just not, you know, just like I would never go into a group of gray people and say the F word. You know, it's just not gonna, it's just, you're not supposed to do that. It's very uncool. Yeah, it's you know? very uncool. It's very not kosher, that's for sure. Sorry and, for any Jewish people I offend saying that, by the way, but going on. And even more so, I think, I, and you know, I think it's almost even uncool for certain like, for example, like certain black people to say, like, you know, like, or certain gay people to say this word's okay or this word's okay for this reason or that reason, you know, because they're basically speaking for the entire per people, you know, which just isn't, like, is, like, isn't right. To this day, we still don't have a response from Tyler. We still don't, and we never will. I'll That's because that. Tyler likes keeping us, you know, guessing. And Tyler I like that in an artist. I like an artist that doesn't have to up, be up front about anything. If he can keep us guessing, he keeps interest. Clearly, you know? he doesn't care, though. Clearly, he, he gave us care. a fuck. I'd be the same way if people were assuming if I'm gay or not. I'd be the same way if people were assuming if I'm a certain. <gasps> exactly. Mike actually said at the beginning Is Tyler even gay? <laughs> Who is to say he's not just rapping about it? Like, he might just be rapping about it. Tyler's if he's always rapped about shit. True, but if he's just rapping about it, on the other hand, that loses... How could he rap about it like that without having That's experience? That's the thing. It's like, he could just be trolling us for all we know. Cause, right. Like, for example, his album covers are very troll-y. Always have been. He's always been super troll-y. Period. Ty, like, you know, but still, um, I think overall, though, that um, Eminem probably shouldn't have said it. But people still make a bigger deal of it than it was. True. True. For sure. Alright guys, I would uh, say that that's our first ever Cactus Chat. Cactus Talk, something like that. We're gonna Cactus get to wave. it later as we go. Cactus Wave. Before we leave you, we're gonna finish you up with one of the dumbest tweets of the century. Go out and follow your girl at B now no way girl she tweeted out yesterday I'm gonna stay a virgin for life I want to set a good good example for my kids ah, that's all we got folks take it easy stay humble yeah and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter AJ of AZ that, that's very simple both of them have the exact same name um, follow Bobby I'll be back for sure. I'm just a guest though. Follow these guys though. Um, just, just promote your Twitter and Instagram. It's free promotion. We're not charging you. Do it. I don't Take do advantage of me. I'm one of those recluse ass. You are. Just have it. He has Instagram. I know his fucking Instagram, dude. Well, that doesn't really. Yeah, Fine. Know. Don't promote it. Fuck. <laughs> you follow me at Mike underscore Stevenson five on Twitter. I'll let you, boy. We'll see you next time.